After 10,000 years, I'm free. Now, finally to conquer Earth. Alpha, Rita's escaped. Recruit me, podcasters with attitude. Power Rangers in Cyberspace. Anthony, you've been chosen, given the power of the youngin' with your fresh eyes and naivete. Sean, you've been given the power of wisdom beyond your years. Hello and welcome to Power Rangers in Cyberspace. I'm one of the co-hosts, Anthony Mullen. I'm joined here with Sean Fritz. The other co-host. That's right. Sean Fritz, co-host number one. Call sheet number one. Anthony, a call sheet is in movies. Oh, I, 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 I know. I know. And I want to get right into it, Anthony, because we have a very special guest today. Just kidding. I know. Just kidding. No special <laughs> guest. Although there was a special event last week. Um, we'll get into that. We'll get into that yes. in a little bit. So uh, this week, today, whatever, whenever you're listening to this, um, there was, uh, well, yes, at the time of the recording yesterday, uh, there was a whole bunch of stuff happened. Mm-hmm. Anthony, I don't know. Did you know? Well, as far as today, I don't know what today is happening. Well, it was all yesterday because the news doesn't, news travels slow. I got to read it in the paper in the morning. All right. So, so what happened then in the news? So yesterday was Wednesday, comic book day. New comic book, day, yeah. Excuse me, and uh, Power Rangers number seventeen came out, the Kyle Higgins book. But there was another Power Rangers book, a new one. Go go Power Rangers number one. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was at the store. I saw. This, I was like, I was like, oh shoot, new book. I didn't know this, and I had to like check it to make sure it like they didn't change the title on me. And then I, then I read the premises of it. Have you read the premises of it yet? I have. I have. I'm actually looking looking at it right here on uh, from comicbook.com. So what the but, so the gist of it is is that it takes place the day after they just get their powers. Yeah, the untold personal story of what happens to Jason, Kim, Trini, Zach, and Billy, following the days after they become Power Rangers. Fighting evil is hard. I mean, who doesn't know that? Obviously, but surviving high school may be even harder. Welcome to real life in Angel Grove. Wow, that's some intense uh, life they got going there. I know. I mean, wow. Um, I've really been enjoying the uh, Money Morphin Power Rangers run with uh, that they have going. Yes. And little did I ever think that there would be two really well illustrated books with the title Power Rangers with the words Power Rangers in the title. Three actually in one year, three separate titles come out. I never thought I'd be really happy to see that. Are you talking about the movie continuation book? Four. Correction. Four titles. What's the third one, then? The uh, Justice League uh, Power Rangers crossover. Uh, yes, the, that's true. I mean, that's... Yeah. yeah I mean, Kyle like, Hick, uh, You know who wrote that? Was it Kyle Hicks, the guy that's doing the Go-Go Power Rangers? Kyle Higgins? No, it's uh, Tom Taylor, the guy that does Injustice. Really? I didn't pick... You know what? It makes sense now. The writing, it makes sense. I uh, I was pretty excited to see that when... Uh, when I bought my copies, I was like, ooh, Tom Taylor. I didn't pick up on that. But, um, I mean, we have Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Go-Go Power Rangers, Just League Power Rangers, and uh, did you read the movie 
no, issue no, one? I, I'm not. The only thing, all I'm familiar with is what you told me on the first episode, where um, it, you said it's like a continuation of sorts. Yeah, where it kind of picks up on Goldar and how the entity itself is somewhat is somewhat symbiotic. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, obviously, at movie symbiotic at, or sentient. Sentient. That, I think that's the one I meant. And more the sentient, but it kind of needed a body source at first, so it's kind of this both in the same. Yeah, they're kind of similar, I suppose. It, it was a little bit of both. Like it was sentient, where it was trying to find, but then it, really it was actually no. It was very much like the symbiote from Spider Man. Okay. Where it was its own thing, but when it paired up with, with a person, it became even more powerful. Like, there was a significant difference. Okay. Apart from all that, I mean, 2017, there was four good power, four great Power Ranger runs so far. Yeah, regardless of, of their, their length, they've all been pretty solid in terms of quality. Yeah, Plus I mean, the movie, plus Ninja Steel. I haven't seen the Ninja Steel yet. I'll have to check that out. I haven't either. I'm not really... Do, uh, yeah, no. The I keep saying the Sentai was better, but you have to give it a shot. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen the Sentai. I, I saw the first two episodes and they just still there. All right, that's yeah. unrelated though. All right, but uh, yeah. So uh, I, I picked. Did you did you pick them up? By the way, I not uh, I did I've not bought books in forever, but I do read digital, which I plan to read that. And I'm actually thinking about just grabbing the trade of maybe the Power Ranger ones because it may be cool to have and just read them. Who knows. Mm. I don't know yet, but I plan to read it regardless. Oh yeah, I I uh I will too. I mean, I was for a while I was just basically buying the books just to have them and then eventually get around to it and I was like, you know, and then we were like, "Oh, let's talk about them on the show." And I was really glad we did because they were great. I'm sure this one will be really good and I'm sure we'll do the same because at some point we'll run out of ideas because you know, there's not that much Power Ranger stuff to talk yeah, about. We'll, we'll get there. Um <laughs> I will say the inside art I'm not too pleased with at first glance. Um, I did peruse the page, just kind of like flip through and just kind of because the covers always grab your attention when you're coming with when you're talking about comic books or looking at them. But there's always a, a cover artist and in and inner and uh, hey, inner art like story artist. Yeah. And um, nine out of ten times they're different people. You. Not even. There's that ninety percent. There's that like ninety five, ninety nine percent chance it's always different people. There is that rare occasion where the inside artist is the one doing the outside covers, which is awesome. Not always though. Yeah, I mean, unless you're Steve Kirby or, you know, or Steve Kirby, Jack Kirby or, or Steve Ditko or Charlie Adler, who, if you remember, Anthony is the pencil for does the pencils for Walking Dead. Yeah. Those are the only guys that I know that would consistently do their own books. Consistently, yeah. I mean, there's, there's few artists. The cover. I mean, nothing against artists that don't because, you know, the art that goes into a cover is on a different level than some few panels. Well, at the same time, it takes artists, what, what is it, like a, do- a dollar, a day per page, roughly. On a, I mean, they average a day per page, two if they're lucky. But to do that and then also do the cover and, is and rem- probably remember a cover is not just a simple image a cover is usually the is highly detailed and so what's supposed to captivate and be a lot more intriguing than the the book at times to grab your attention it's an attention grabber yeah. is what it is and i'll tell you this cover this book was beautiful the power engine on the cover and then you have the magazord in the back and then mm-hmm. it open up Absolutely. and you see a different artist instantly and you're like ah well and i really and, love and the artist for the mighty morphin run 
Except that one issue. Yeah, no, that one really was odd. But I'm not gonna, you know what? I'm not gonna knock it because art doesn't always affect it. I will take the reading and the story into account. If, if the story's good, there's a good chance that the art will you'll be, be able, you'll, you'll be more forgiving of the art. Yes. I'm gonna tell you though, like with that Mighty Morphin run though, the art is spot on. It's just perfect. And then on top of it, having the uh, having the uh, the same have this have the covers being as beautiful as they are. It's just it's a it's a pleasure, but yeah, I mean uh, the every time I mean every artist typically they draw it the same way, but mm-hmm. you know with like the Justice League Power Rangers crossover, there was the cover art was completely different than what I was expecting, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. much different than the you know the Higgins Power Rangers artwork or not his but you know the book that he writes, so it, it was just something different, something to get used to, but. Yeah things change periodically i mean i'm okay with it i'm not mad um it's more or less like all right i'll, I'll move forward with it um but so comic-con also happened last week or the week before it, that it, it it did but before comic-con comic-con's in the past we'll come back to that um we should probably take note to another another con was announced yes uh, the other day um anthony are you familiar with the biannual event extravaganza known as power morphicon i've heard about it you do do you know what power morphicon is i'm assuming it's a power rangers comic-con it is the power rangers morph uh, co- uh convention like they have actors um artists you know basically anybody associated with power rangers um even sentai actors come in and they will do the con basically it is like a con circuit within a con within a convention oh wow and, uh, yeah and it takes place every other year it's like d23 oh yeah know? yeah so it, it takes place every other year but hence the term biannual two years by being two like bicycle so i want to ride my so, bicycle so too. hopefully by from by 2020 we're going to be at that one hopefully then oh yeah we'll be uh we'll be the uh We'll be the guy on the intercom that everybody hates. Like at Buffalo Comic Con. Or what was that? Um, Nick City Niagara Con. Falls. It was Nickel, Nickel City. City Con. That's right. That's right. No, no, no. You don't want to be like that. So let's see the guests of this one. Who are the guests? There's none yet. yet. There's no guests. There's not announced yet. No. She was the guest well, for last year. Oh, my gosh. Well, it does say that uh, Jason David Frank will be there. And he hasn't been since 2010. But, uh, oh, my I guess God. We... The, almost the original like lineup is there for the original Power Rangers. We probably shouldn't bury the lead, though. Um, being the dates August 17 through 19, 2018, in the Anaheim Convention Center. That's in California. Yeah. So, there. Yeah, I'm a real. Oh my gosh! Like I'm looking, I'm looking at all my my childhood Power Rangers. I'm gonna have to somehow be there. Yeah, like every every year that or every other year, I'm like, I should probably do this, and I was like, and then, you know, I never do. I Big bad Beetleborgs. People, they the, go there. Uh, it's oh a Saban god. property, so I guess they do. Oh my god! You excited all of a sudden? I kind of really gotta go. Well, maybe we'll get maybe we'll get special invitations. You know, if you invite, if you send an, a wedding invitation to the White House, they will always send you back a "We're sorry, we can't attend," but here's some sort of really expensive taxpayers have paid for this gift basket. I wonder if we send something to Saban and say, hey, 
we'd like to go. We're the premier podcast that's recorded via Skype uh, on the East Coast um, on the days that we record it. Mm-hmm. And how would you like for us to be there? And they'll say, who the hell are you? But in in an Elseworld situation, they'll say, absolutely. Can we send our private jet to your place and pick you up? And they'll say, yes. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, who knows? Yeah, you never know. Yeah. I mean, it'd be nice. It's a year away. It's August of 2017. Or, excuse me, 2018. That's next year. So it's a year away. We have 54 weeks to plan and realize that we haven't saved enough money or bought tickets ahead of time. And I'll probably go to Com- I'm probably going to near Comic-Con next year, so who knows. Speaking of Comic-Con, though, San Diego hit. And before we get into that, I am so irritated. New York Comic-Con is the biggest com- Comic-Con in the, in the country. Um, I San Diego, the bo- does San Diego still beat? No, 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 no. There is a big identifier that identifies, hence the term identifier. There is a okay. big category that identifies which one is bigger. It is overall attendance. Daily attendance. San Diego Comic-Con attendance is 100,000. New York Comic-Con daily attendance is 150,000. Which number is bigger? In third grade. Yeah, in third grade, we learned that (laughs) that 150 was bigger than 100. Yeah. So, really, last I heard, though, there was still neck and neck. I thought thought it was pretty fair. I guess what New York... San Diego has... San Diego has... Dwindled. Celebrities. New York has artists and creators so you have san diego is in california where hollywood is it's a lot closer anyway don't get me started on the stupid ass hotel um situation out there that's dumb as shit i hate it i hate it i hate it see that's why i would never i would never go out there and like try to get a hotel out by like california i'd find family or something at least go with or just airbnb it who would do that but anyway, back to the off off of your side tangent, Anthony. How dare you derail it? Uh, San Diego Comic Con happened. Was it last week? Two weeks ago? It was like a week and a half ago. Yeah. So there was a ton, ton of Power Rangers stuff, toys announced. Um, I'm just gonna run down a couple of them here, Anthony, and I want your honest reaction because I don't think you've seen this. Uh, let's see here. So Ninja Steel, that was there, obviously. Uh, Boom Boom Studios was there. Um, so uh, the toys, whoops, wrong web page. Thank you, Nerdist. Every toy uh, at San Diego Comic Con. So first of all, the Zeonizer was that Power Ranger Zeo. The, yes, the Morpher. The, yeah, the wrist watch thingy. Uh, you can get one of them. They're coming out spring of 2018. Any excitement there? I always thought the Zeo Morpher. I mean, I love the Power Ranger the belt, the belt buckle, the buckler. Mm-hmm. I love that Morpher. I really do. But I do think the Zeonizer is a is a cool Morpher. It's really because you had the uh, two the two pieces, and you had to like put them into like a you had to, like the motion where like uh, uh, and they had to like click them together. I'm sorry, how'd that go? Uh, uh. <laughs> Um, there was a there was a cartoon that did that back in the eighties. It was called The Bionic Six. It was about a family cartoon, so it was right up my alley. Plus, it was in the eighties. I was a kid. Granted, I watched seven or eight episodes of cartoons last night. Um, 
but the uh it was called bionic six and they would basically wear these wrist gauntlets and they just like throw one wrist like their the like their closed fist into their into the inside of their wrist and they'd scream out bionic and then they would turn into the bionic six family oh, wow. six same idea it's really bad animation and of course it is from japan so it's probably uh you know adapted for western audiences but um yeah so anyway sorry i totally interrupted you there the zeonizer <laughs> click exactly um any interest on buying that you're gonna go out and scour toys um, R Us for that probably not i it, it's one of those i still want it but part of but, me is just like I, I need to pay for it i'm I'm not there yet like that's it's a good amount unless, of money unless we write saban and say hey help us out actually, actually it'd be bandai because bandai is the one that makes the toys all right next one legacy figure spring 2018 wave which uh, which one time, is the i'm going to read you the description here for the first time in power rangers history the psycho rangers remember those yeah uh are being immortalized in legacy figure format each figure is highly detailed to include show accuracy styling with multiple points of articulation and muscular heroic design these figures are perfect for play or to put on display. They're catering to me right there. Put on display. The the Psycho Rangers are were awesome. They now correct me if I'm wrong. The Psycho Rangers were those that group of kids that were basically bullies, and then they got their asses handed to them, and then they were like, "Hey, we're friends now." They weren't the putties that had the black gloves on. No, those were like the neg the negative evil negative Rangers. The Psycho Rangers were from Power Rangers in Space. Oh, 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 okay. I, yeah. I, not to be confused with Power Rangers in cyberspace. No, no. Okay, just checking. A little different. Uh, tell me about the Psycho Rangers. Um, it's, They were pretty much the evil counterparts. That was um, Andromeda? Andromeda okay. Andromeda's form of her Power Rangers. She would send them to fight the Rangers. I, okay. It was. So it was just kind of yeah. Instead of being a monster of the day, she ha it was like a continuing arc with these fools. Um, at one point it became an arc. It wasn't it. It wasn't forever, and then it became an arc, and then it you know just backs away. Okay, so they they had their time in the sun, and then they're like, well, we'll talk to you later. Yeah. Okay. I'm curious to see what the build a figure is though. That's what I'm trying to figure out with these. Well, it says it's in the legacy. Yeah, so that's a good question. Hmm. Um. The Legacy, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Sabretooth, Tiger, and T-Rex Swords. Um, they're basically just Zords by themselves. I guess they're just a little bit more detailed. It doesn't really say if they're, you know, if you can combine them or not. They look kind of cool, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy them. They look like one step above the Fisher-Price ones. Like the Imaginex ones that you were talking about last week. <laughs> Maybe two steps above. No, a little no. bit more. Dude, the legacy, more. The, these legacy toys are awesome, and I'm loving them. I just wish they put out them in the somewhat complete sets. That's it. Well, like what they're doing is they're doing here's they're three, it. here's no, not even just piecemealing. It's like here's series one. It's three of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and two space. Oh, they're mixing and matching. And it's them. like no, just do series one all Mighty Morphin. You miss them, you miss them. Cool, move on. Series two. Zeo, boom, or or jump by series, 
but at least do a series set so I don't have to be like, all right, I got a couple of Mighty Morphin. Who knows when the other ones are coming out? They did the same thing back in uh, 2015, I think, with the Legacy Keys. Remember how Wave 1 was like three... They came in packs of three. You're familiar with the Legacy Keys? Yeah, yeah I I know what they were. I never bought them, but I, I know what they were. I bought almost all of them. <laughs> oh. they're, they're, they're neat. Anyways. Yeah. But uh, they were $8 for a pack of three. But here's the downside. when you, They came out with like seven or eight waves. The first wave was like six different Ranger Keys, like Ranger set, sets of three. So it was like the all the guys from Mighty Morphin. And then in Zeo, it was uh, every, like two of the guys and then another one that wasn't cat and then the you know they came out with six six different ranger teams but again only half of them then they came out with another you know another round of however many waves that was like for mighty morphin it was the transparent red so already you're you're only going to have a maximum of five keys you know five unique keys unique great colors unique ranger keys because you're going to have a red and a, a solid red and a uh, um, a transparent red, um, and then they did everybody but you know Kim, everybody but the pink one, and then they did another one with green, like a dark red. I'm like, why would I want a maroon red? And then the pink. That'd be was, annoying as heck. You you aren't kidding. It was it was a pain in the ass. And then they came out with that twenty pack where you had to buy the twenty pack to get the quantum ring or the silver. Surfer Ranger, what was his name? Was it Power Engine Space that was the surfboard Silver Ranger guy? Quant, I think it was a Quantum Ranger. I thought was it? Qu- I thought no, no, Quantum was the Time Force, like the Quantum Saurus Rex. Maybe that's that's what I'm thinking. Oh, that is the stupidest pun I've ever heard. That's it, that's what it was. It was a con- it was a Quantum Saurus Rex. He used to be able to control it and everything. I remember that toy. Oh my goodness. Anyway, I'm tired of hearing about that now, and my head hurts. I'm tired of talking about those legacy keys and ugh, so annoying. I'm irritated. Um, the Zeo Golden Power Staff. Remember the remember that from Zeo? Yeah. They're coming out with that. That fucker's gonna be like that thing, excuse me, <laughs> is uh let's see. It's gonna be huge. Spring spring twenty eighteen. I hear it's also hundred and thirty dollars. Oh wow. Yeah. Um Let's see more Enway or the Power Rangers Legacy game publisher, uh, you know, the the mobile game we talked about with Johnny. Um, more updates on there. Uh, the Black Dragon. Remember from the comics, the Zord Jobby. Mm-hmm. Mm, let's see here. That's coming. I don't. There's not really a whole lot of detail on what it is. Oh, that might be. Oh, this is on Enway. Sorry. Um, on the game, Black Dragon will soon become available. Lord Dracon, the movie putties, Ninjor. Ninjor was cool. I like Ninjor. Yeah, but his voice was goofy. It was it was very very corny. Um, speaking of which, the Imagine X line—they're coming out with Megazord with Titanus, and that Megazord looks like he's about four inches tall. Um. And Titanus looks like he's made out of like the cheapest plastic ever with G.I. Joe lasers or G.I. Joe missiles. You know, where you like click the thing, you move the thing back and it's like fire, pew, pew, and it 
then you, it hits your cat and your cat's like asshole um oh this mechanical marvel will retail for 15.99 Woo! you know it's high quality even better here's where it gets good mini busts lord dracon mini bust Yo, you that, saw this this looks really cool i really want it you know what's not cool what is the price how much is it a thousand dollars is it really yes and I'm not, I, I, w- I saw, I was like, ooh, that looks awesome. And then I saw the price and I was like, it's not as awesome as I thought it was at first. How, how would they only come out like with a hundred of them? Mm, I don't believe, I think it's the fact that they're super detailed. Like they're like, remember the, remember last week looking at the figure arts and how detailed those were at yeah. you know, six inches tall. This is a giant, not a giant, but it's like a six scale bust. That's pretty big. There's also, um, I'm looking at their website right now. They have a Red Ranger life-size bust. I'm sorry, these are life-size, excuse me. Uh, so they're a little bit bigger. So they're, they're the size of you and me. And All right, that, that explains Ranger. it. Yeah, they have a Red Ranger that's 900, or a White Ranger that's uh, 1,000. Um, and it's, it's you know what a standard bust looks like, where it, it cuts off yeah. at the shoulders and it tapers in diagonally to the yeah. back, basically the I was like, oh, that's kind of nice. No, they have other ones here, too. Like, they have Raiden, um, Robocop. Oh, they have a Robocop one. These are quarter scale. Um, they got some pretty cool stuff on their website. Wow. Their, the smaller stuff is uh, not as expensive as you can imagine. Um, let's see. They got a bunch of pre-order stuff. Red Ranger. He, oh, he's pre-order. Uh, oh, M. Bison. It looks like they have a Street Fighter um, thing. Yeah, there's Cammy from Super Street Fighter 2. Ken, Ryu, I'm sure, is on the next page. Scorpion. Okay, so they got a whole, they got a bunch of, you know, properties. Um, a bunch of licenses. Uh, here's one thing that I saw that was coming out is, um, you know, the Red Ranger helmet that you can buy at Toys R Us? Yeah, you can get you can uh, soon, and this is expensive too. You can get a Green Ranger cosplay helmet. You all right over there? I want it now. They don't have a Blue Ranger cosplay I really want helmet. It. I want all the helmets. It just <laughs> sucks because I really want them, but okay. I know. I, I read that. And I was like, that's something that I might actually have to buy. And, and I if say I that. Get, go ahead. If I could, I don't know, because that's like I was debating on the red or not, and I've said no just because. What are you gonna? Yeah, I don't know. But if you get like oh. two like mannequin looking heads and like kind of put them on like a shelf, it, it may look cool to just kind of have the helmets on your shelf then, because you can kind of like meet, you can like book on them both. Yeah, or you can make it like Monday Night Football where they're facing each other. Exactly. I'm agreeing. I like that. Oh, that's a good idea. Uh, this one is also expensive as shit, too. Uh, oh, you know what? It's not the Toys R Us version. It is a an even more expensive version. This one, I think, is in the neighborhood of like what you would pay. Like, There's a bunch of good cosplayers. Uh, people are uh, people online that make really good cosplay costumes. Um, there's a couple out there. Um, I can't remember their names, but I know one guy's really good at making the boots, the gloves, and the shield. And another guy's really good at making the outfit. 
like the, what you wear underneath the uh, and the helmet. Uh, his helmets run about three to three fifty, and that's about what this goes for. Maybe a couple, maybe a couple shekels more. I don't. But it's it. This one is more for display. I believe there is also a cosplay version coming out. They call it cosplay because it's the Toys R Us. You know, hundred dollars compared to this. Yeah. yeah, compared to this, it's a garbage version. But you know, uh, EFX. So you know, just by the name, you know, it's got to be uh, top quality. Mm-hmm. I tell you about how when uh, the one guy at Niagara Falls Comic Con was trying to haggle with me and get me to buy the Legacy Morpher. Well, you could have just asked me. I have one. I have two actually. He he, he so and it's in Canada and he's like, he goes, oh, I go, I'm looking at it. He goes, oh, you're thinking about buying? It? I go, yeah, I go. Depends on the prices, right? He's got it marked for a hundred bucks, and I get it. You're in Canada. It costs more to get it to you, but. Not really, because they have Toys R Us and Target. There actually it was a Toys R Us exclusive. I know, but no, anyway. but no, not even that. It's that you know, I got to do the money exchange thing. Prices get a little weird. I get it. And tax, I I get it. So it probably may have cost him more money to get it, unless he got it stateside. Who knows? But I'm like, ah, I don't know. He goes, how about this? He goes, eighty bucks. And I'm like, buddy, I go, I can, I get it for like over in America for fifty bucks. He's like, he's like, oh, fifty bucks in America. I'm like, yeah. He goes. How about fifty bucks Canadian? And I'm like, no, that because that's still what? more money than what I was willing to spend. Well, you know? and I'm sure you didn't even have any Canadian dollars on you. Well, I did. I'd, cha- I'd exchange my money. So like, fifty dollars American was like sixty, but was like seventy bucks Canadian. So wow, it's that different. Or it was it was significantly different. To where well, I, just, or my, I didn't know what the exchange rate was, but that's. It, yeah, it was cool. The thing is, it's the exchange rate wasn't big, but when you're exchanging a lot of money, it adds up. It starts picking up, you know. Yeah, there's that incremental, that little bit. Like, it's not even incremental that it gets bigger in increments. It's more or less the whole, you know, 10%, uh, was it a 13% uh, exchange rate doesn't seem like a lot, but when you exchange 100 something bucks, that extra, that extra 20 something dollars or however much extra, I think I got like an extra $30. It, it's it's oh it's extra thirty dollars it's pretty good, but then what they do is they don't keep it at that fifty dollar price. Sometimes sometimes they will. Sometimes they'll keep it at a thirty dollar price. Sometimes they'll jack it up. And he's like, oh, hundred bucks, and I'm just like, buddy, that's like, that's way too much. Come on, man. And then he's like, he's like, oh, how how about fifty bucks an hour? And I'm just like, well, that price, I could just go to the store and buy it for cheaper in U.S. And, well, and you'll like, still have you'll still have everything. All the space that you have to transport everything, you'll still have that because uh-huh. it's a big box. We'll have the little box. But. Yeah, ex- exactly. Well, real quick, while we we're talking about legacy items, have you been playing the video game lately? Um, not as not as in depth as I uh, as I had. Uh, you're talking about the mobile game. Yeah. Yeah, I I I, I go in and I clean out the uh, the morph boxes periodically, but I haven't uh, I haven't really been playing it as much as I. Um, you know, have I, in I, the past. I'm playing it for the past couple of days a little bit on, a little bit more uh, consistent. Have you seen the characters? Have you seen the updates? Uh, no. So, for those of you that don't play, this is the game, like, you know, they, they toss random rangers at you times. They've included the Red Cycle Ranger. You got the Quantum oh, Ranger. Alpha from the movie. Um... So, when you were, last we talked about it, you talked about how they, you could do Green Rangers, the Green Rangers in there. Yes. Well, now the black dino, the Lord Dracon and the black dinosaurd, is in it. Remember when I just said this five minutes ago? Did I miss that? Oh my god! 
Yeah, you did. Because well, I, I was like, oh, I'm from Enway. Oh, that's the Power Ranger oh. game. Oh, <laughs> I, I completely missed it. All right. <laughs> How did I miss? I missed you. I must have misheard you say that. I thought you were talking about toys. I said that you were talking about Ninja or toys coming out. I was like, oh wow, well, Ninja Time could be cool. No, it's he's not. I have one of the Ninja toys. He's not that cool. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's all right if you're not my age. Mm. All right, well, we'll go for it. <laughs> did you see the? Um, also from San Diego. Did you see the um, the dragons, the Green Ranger sh- uh, shoes? I've not seen the shoes. Okay, where's your cell phone? Pick it up and look at it. Because I just sent you a picture of it. Oh, okay. We'll we'll wait, all of us listening. We'll wait. No, no, you. I'll look. I'll look when they when they cut to me. Um. So, after uh, San Diego, where were we? San Diego happened. It did. True. It did. Very excited. Very excited to see where they're going to go. I mean, every con seems more and more Power Rangers get popular. Every year they're getting bigger and bigger. Um, and the pop culture experience is just like before you would see the Megazord, cool, or a toy. Now you're seeing Morphers, toys, multiple Megazords, new generations. Like never would have thought. I really didn't think after the uh, Megazord, the Mighty Morphin Morpher, I didn't think they'd ever show the Zeo Morpher. I didn't think they were going to go that far. I thought it was it. Speaking of Zio, um, Bandai every year at their at their booths will have a um, uh, exclusive items. They they say they're exclusive for the con. They're exclusive for the con circuit, like the Tokyo vinyls and and such. Yeah. Um, so, but this year I just happened to remember and look. The uh, they actually had the uh, limited edition Legacy Communicator Zio Gold Ranger edition. Um, which did they have communicators in Zio? Um, they did because they they did because they were still the, they're still Zordon. Okay. So they all they still use Zord, the communicators and the transport trans uh trans transporter teleporter teleporter that's what it's called. You see the teleporter. Okay. The only thing so with Zio is that. that it's I think yeah obviously they'd be the uh, communicator because that's when Jason came back as the Gold Ranger. Yeah, so Jason what, got. So season. Jason got a. Uh, I'm gonna tell you, I like that a little bit. I like that run. When he came back, I, I never actually watched it that far to see where that happened, and partly because the guy that he took over, his name was absolutely horrendous. Uh, Trey of Treyforia. Yes, that that was pretty bad. And yeah, there's, and there's three of them that all form yeah. together. That yeah, yeah. It definitely they 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 pushed a little hard on the number thing there. That season was a bit too big up on uh, numbers and math and geometry. Well, these things happen. But um, I'll uh, say is that uh, if you decide to go back and watch it, I mean, you could obviously see the first couple episodes where the uh, machine empire takes over, and then just follow follow to the end, or like pick up a couple pep, pick pick up a couple episodes in between, and then be like, all right, cool, I'm at the point where. Uh, where Jason's back, and then to watch through a couple of his episodes, his arcs, and then as he's losing his powers, is right when Billy's getting ready to leave. Okay. So I mean, you could jump up and you could pick up some good stuff, and I personally like Jason Lee as a Jason Lee Scott. Yeah. As uh, as no, not uh, Jason. Is it Jason Lee Scott? Yeah, that's his character name. Austin St. John is the Austin St. John. That's what it is. 
could mix um austin st john i personally i like him as uh jason i really like uh his acting because he it it always seemed that he wasn't being fake or corny or being cliche like there were some lines that were like all right whatever but he really took his uh part to heart and it wasn't just like a saturday morning kids tv show it felt all right like he was trying to do his best with what he could with what he had he wasn't phoning it in on a kid's show no 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 i mean you see some stuff like where Zach would Zach had some lines and like Kimberly had some lines and you're like really, mm-hmm. come on, and then you, you're Jay or Austin like John like his lines are just or better you just you can tell the difference, and then when he brought him back I mean he picked up a good role and I liked where they had him, he's always been one of my favorite characters that's why I liked him when they brought him in on episode uh when was it episode Red or Red United, Forever Red Forever Red that's what it was Forever Red. I really like that episode because, you know, when he comes rolling in on the bike and Tommy's like, ah, I thought he would have showed. Of course he wouldn't. And this dude just runs in on, or rolls in on a, in a leather jacket and a bike. You're like, whoa. And you just, you, you just seem like it's more of a time. And you're like, oh, shoot, this dude's ready. I thought it was cool. It really, uh, I was excited. Uh, we might, we might we should. expand on Forever Red because. We should. It's a my, fun episode. I have my thoughts on, on those pandering to the audience anniversary I, episodes i know you do i know and it's it's because they sh- start showing a whole bunch of characters from a whole bunch of saban and stuff and you're like you're cut everything and you're making it fit when it shouldn't fit i know how you feel anyways we'll go back to san diego um mm-hmm. you, you've seen the um the tokyo vinyl megazord from new york last year yeah they have another they had another one it's basically the same thing they've been doing to the the legacy zords where they make them black and silver they gold black and gold yeah i personally they did don't that. like it it looks dumb it and looks stupid story. the black and gold i meh meh yeah I, I don't get that at all quite honestly the the black and gold zords the black and gold this and that and I'm like eh, well black and gold was the gold ranger from zeo i get that one but that's it but this is the, it's it's basically just like it's like a blackout color on it's just it's a universal color scheme on everything. It's like that's not what Power Rangers was. Power Rangers was where you would have the uh where you, where you would have the Megazords of all these different colors and animals form to form a Megazord and you'd be like, Oh shoot, he's got like Triceratops legs and saber tooth leg and then they're blue and yellow and then out of nowhere the green uh Godzilla monster formed with it to make it form another one. It was always cool. But uh, let's yeah, take but... a quick break. And we'll come back and we're going to discuss the Zords for the first season of Power Rangers. And we're back. We're there. We got where we were going. <laughs> um, and while we're back, so we were talking about Zords before. Have you... Uh, I just want to take a moment and really have a good discussion about the just the, the Bank of Zords in general for each series. I think that'd be a great continuing uh, run or a uh, theme that we could play off the next couple months for a while. But I want to really just take a focus because the first series had the first run of Megazords were very unique. And I know a deal about them, but I also know that, you know, from you just have this like savant knowledge of Megazords and it comes out out of nowhere and you just, you're able to go on, you know about them. So like, I'm like, whoa, shoot. Like I feel like I'm listening to Wikipedia read off to me, but um, I feel that the Power Rangers, the Megazords, always that's what you related to was the colors. When you were a kid, you were like, "Oh, I want to be the Blue Power Ranger because, well, blue is probably my favorite color." Or 
you want to be the Red Power Ranger because you know what? You really love the T-Rex. That's really kind of how, how it related to you. And then, of course, everyone loved how the Megazord looked when it combined. Um, who was your favorite Megazord? John. I'm sorry. Could, could you repeat that? I missed that. Well, who? Kidding. Is, who oh. I'm kidding. I, I heard you. That was just a long... Um, I mean... Really, when I, I mean, when I was a kid and I watched Power Rangers, I watched the first three seasons and then a little bit of Zeo, and I kind of would catch some of them on, you know, on whatever channel they were on after that. Well, when I ask you, Megazord, I mean, but, the fir- I'm sorry, I should have rephrased that. Who's your favorite Zord from the first oh. run? For the first, like, we'll say, like individual. Uh, yeah, Zord? individual, individuals. What was your favorite favorite Zord as far well, as the first, like? power up up until where the white ranger came in so first season basically yeah first season um so first season i mean they all had their ups and their downs i mean some of the stuff they used very infrequently or or only when the footage was convenient like the um you know the saber tooth tiger could shoot plasma bolts or whatever the heck that thing was that came out of its tail um the triceratops would do they had the dual like dual cannon on the tail Yep. That it would shoot out, and but if you remember correct, if it you had remember, the horns that would shoot the out. The horn, of its an- exactly the anchor, and they would basically be like a almost like a toe strap. Yes. Um, or like a winch almost. Um, the Tyrannosaurus had you know basically the little Daniel son jump up on my tail and and you know do the the crane kick type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it also had like the sonic blast where it would scream at the ground and the ground would like, you know, it would like like in that in a linear fashion, it would like explode the ground uh, like in a right straight to... line. Yeah, exactly. It was like executioner's ax. Like he would throw the ax down and it would be whatever element was, it would go right in a straight line. Um, who, uh, the pterodactyl, it, it was there. Uh, it could skim the tree line like nobody's business. Yeah. And, uh, it would just the, fly. The Mastodon though, it could, uh, freeze people. Had... I saw that one. I remember that as a yeah, kid. Ex- exactly. But you know, you got to give it up for the, fingertips that are made out of missiles or the you know. spear tail exactly the one literally that crush had a it spear could... and would ram it through its opponent it could tear a soda can in half like nobody's business yes it could <laughs> uh, i mean and you didn't even have to get in it i mean granted in the sentai barai would jump the green ranger would jump in it every once in a great while. He was even in the Megazord twice. Yep. Which was kind of cool. He he would pop, he popped in the um Megazord and the Power Rangers one once or twice where he just like how the hell did you get in here? He yeah, jump in. He was actually Yeah, but he was in there because he was kicking kicking ass. He was he was in the Megazord uh like two or three times like going to work. Like he was help, he was it was when he was part of the team. Oh no, I I saw him in that one a few times. Whenever they whenever they morph together, that's when he would jump. He would join. I saw him in the Dragzord once or twice, but usually they had him oh, off yeah. on the side playing the uh, the flute. Playing the flute, yeah, yeah. I mean, that would periodically. Oh, is that what it was? Well, I'm pretty sure if you look at it, it's supposed to be like an ocarina where it's only got like four holes, and uh, I think sure. they say dra- dragon dagger, dragon flute, because no one in the no one in the no one uh, no Eastern kid knows what East no no Western kids know what a flute is but i mean over in like you know japan and ocarina is pretty common i'm pretty i think sure i don't know i'm not I'm thinking in zelda I'm, I'm, a, I'm making assumptions maybe i'm wrong maybe we're not maybe they made up the word ocarina 
pretty Not to sure be confused that. with Macarena. All right. Before it goes that way. But <laughs> to, to answer your question, I mean, because of the mystique of it, because it wasn't used as often, you know, so you always wanted it. And because it would be there for more than 30 seconds, unlike Titanus, who was there for, he was there to just kind of sweep up and then leave. Um, I mean, the Dragonzord was probably the best, my favorite, the best, if you ask me, and I'm right. And um, I never had the toy as a kid, so it was even more of like, I want it. And I had the Megazord. And I have them all now because I'm an adult. <laughs> I bought it. I'm an adult. Yeah, I can afford to buy it myself. I can even drive there and buy it and drive home. I can and, throw it on the no. ground, break it, and go buy a new one. Well, you can't anymore because, you know, they don't they sell can. They only sold them. Well, they don't, well you, you, you got to buy them secondhand now. They don't have them at Toys R Us anymore. Well, that's true. Anyway. So, yeah. So, the the Dragon's Ord, by far. I mean, I can buy it, come home, and not take it out of the box. So, there. Showed them. Yeah. Exactly what you could do. I don't know what I showed. I showed him my money, and then I was gonna oh. buy something and just let the box collect dust. But uh, yeah, that's that, that. That's my answer. What, what's your, what about you, young man? Um, dude, Triceratops is always my favorite dinosaur as a kid. You mean the foot? Yeah, the foot. Give everyone the foot, and then uh, the color blue is obviously always my favorite. So um, yeah, I think Triceratops definitely had to be my favorite. I was always so cool. Show and tell day, I was always like, yo, guys, this is my Megazord. This is my Triceratops. This is what I got. And that's and why then, I was so uh, mad whenever they when they did the wolf. I was like, you took a Triceratops and you turned it into a wolf? Like, you suck. Oh, you mean like in the, the, the from movie? The, the, Thunderzord, the Thunderzords? Yeah, the Thunderzords on top of that. You took a cool-looking Triceratops and you turned it into a, the unicorn. And then after that, you were like, oh, by the way, you're not a unicorn anymore. Now you're a wolf. I was like, are you kidding me? So they took the Black Ranger, made him what a buffalo, and then made him a frog. So, no, he was a li- he was a lion. He was a thunder lion. Ooh, so manly. And then he became a, a frog. Yeah, which is pretty ridiculous if you ask me. A frog. Couldn't come up with anything better. How about like a anything else? Buffalo. About, a buffalo. Well, exactly. Mean, no. Yeah. No. A buffalo. But no. Well, I'm, you, you, I mean, they're 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 hampered by what the the stock footage was that they were using. So That's true. wherever it comes from, I mean, last time I checked, pterodactyls don't come from volcanoes, but you never know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I saw ter- yeah. I saw a pterodactyl come out of a come out of a volcano once. Yeah, I did too. And then I saw the same footage over and over and over Have you again. Seen Land of the Lost. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's saw, what I'm saying. It's- I saw the I saw the show when I was a kid. Oh. Yeah, I'm not talking about the movie. I forgot about it. It's been a show. Yeah, there was a TV show before that. Movie is good. Original. I'm sure you would think that. I love Will Ferrell, so yes. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I felt that the Megazords are always really cool, and then um, so real. So you kind of gave gave me just over the phone what Titanus was. For those that don't remember, Titanus was the Brachiosaurus that would just show up, and you'd be like, "Oh shoot." The monster died, it got big, it got died, and that got really big. We're going to really beat it now. And then they called Titanus. Curious. Hey, Sean, if I said, hey, you have access okay. to a pistol, a shotgun, and then a, and then a knife. You're going to kill someone every, t- every day. 
Let you know the shotgun is always going to kill them on the first try. But you could try stabbing them. You could try shooting them once in a while with the pistol or knife. And you always work your way up. Why wouldn't you just go with the shotgun every time? Well, maybe you have limited ammo. So you think Titanus's laser beams were limited? No, I mean, I guess it goes back to that rule. The if you remember the pilot, um, you know, don't the the three rules. You know, don't don't use it for personal gain. Don't escalate unless you need to, and you know, keep your secret identity a secret. Um, I guess maybe that goes into the don't escalate unless you need to type thing, because they don't start out with the power sword all the time. They're like, oh, we That's need true. it, even though, because you know, we don't have a weapon, but this. Sphinx has a, a shepherd's hook, or Goldar has a has a giant sword. sword. Yeah, so I think we can take him hand to hand, but he's got something in his hands, like a sword. So we'll, we'll try it, and we'll get knocked around a little bit, and then we'll grab this. Um, so just a thought. I mean, that's really the only thing I can come up with that would make sense. Um, but I would probably, honestly, I would probably tape the knife to the end to the barrel of the pistol or the shotgun so then i could use the use either one without making a lot of noise because then you wouldn't attract as much attention and you could still have your backup plan of being your pistol or your shotgun i hear you, you know it, it becomes a bayonet i honestly i i think your your uh thinking is flawless it's genius if anything i have my moments it's like a 24-hour moment. From now on, when people enlist in the U.S. Army, I feel they should be like, listen, this is your gun. But if you all want to do something really cool, tape every one of your guns together and then throw it into the field with a grenade. It'd be real fun. No, that's I mean, you that's. Mean? So you're telling them to throw their guns away? With the grenade, though. The grenade. So it's just more powerful. So- yeah, but then they're out of a gun. Yeah, but they had the grenade. See? Mm, I don't know. All right. I'm, think, I'm thinking it's time to start wrapping up. What do you think? Yeah, I think we're done for the day. I think we're done. Um, you want to let them know where to find you? Yeah, so you can find me on... Sean is available on Instagram and Xbox Live, SeanCV79. Keep saying it, and I'll eventually do it pictures of all my goodies because I'm not sure where my goodies are going to go. I'm not sure if I'm going to keep all my goodies or not. Um, I know it's, an, it's, a, it's a constant struggle. Do I keep them? Do I not? Do they stay? Do they go? Not all of them, just some of them. Anyways, um, so you can find me there. Instagram and Xbox Live, SeanCV79. Instagram, that'll eventually come for the show once Anthony makes the Facebook page. Okay. I'll get a Facebook page going. Um, you catch me on Instagram, Twitter, Xbox Live, PlayStation Network, and uh, Twitter at A-N-G-M-U-L-L-E. This is the this is episode seven, I think, of Power Rangers in Cyberspace. All right, we'll see you next time.